Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. The following program has been pre-recorded. Thanks for tuning in this weekend to Let's Talk Portland, Odyssey Portland's weekly public affairs program. I'm Gary Bloxham. The mission statement of ALSO is to promote the full inclusion of people experiencing disabilities in the life of their community. Let's talk about it. On the show this time, I'd like to welcome Brett Turner. Brett is the CEO at ALSO, which is Advocates for Life Skills and Opportunity. Hey there, Brett. Welcome to Let's Talk Portland. Thank you, Gary. So uh, I think probably we should get started today by letting everybody know what is ALSO. Also is, uh, as you mentioned, Advocates for Life Skills and Opportunity, an organization that supports people with intellectual and developmental disabilities uh, in the Portland metro area, Central Oregon, and uh, Southern Oregon communities. How about some of the history of ALSO? Tell me about when it started and how's it been going the last few years? Yeah, so ALSO uh, began from an organization that came out of Michigan that uh, supported people with intellectual and developmental disabilities in the 90s. Um, The history back then is a little blurry, uh, but in 1997, uh, the organization formed its own nonprofit here in Oregon and branched away from that Michigan-based organization um, and started up uh, also of Oregon. And um, as as I mentioned before, no longer affiliated with that Michigan uh, based organization. And um, our history began much by answering a call to um, uh, serving people with intellectual and developmental disabilities in our communities. And so uh, if you're not familiar, there was a institution in Oregon called Fairview. Uh, it was an institution that housed thousands of people down in the Salem area. And that um, the community movement of bringing people out of that institution into homes, foster homes, group homes, um, and other support services in our communities happened in the 80s and 90s. And um, also, like other organizations to support people with disabilities, uh, were a part of that movement. And essentially, that's how we began. That's a really big undertaking that was that took place back in the 80s and 90s, like you say, right? I mean, that's a big deal. Yes. It was a big deal and a huge transition for Oregon. And thankfully, Oregon uh, closed its institutions back in 2000. Um, But sadly, most of our nation's uh, states still have institutions. I hear that also uh, you've had some pretty major growth in the state of Oregon over the last few years. Talk about that. 
Yeah, so we are we're headquartered in Portland, um, and where we've uh, been our entire history. And a little over five years ago, uh, we were asked to su- support some individuals in uh, Central Oregon, more specifically in Bend. Uh, so we started up some services there, uh, and unbeknownst to us, the need was pretty significant. And in the last five years, we now support. Um, probably somewhere close to 100 people and uh, and employ about 50 people uh, throughout the Central Oregon communities. That's pretty great. That just happened over the last five years. Wow, that's some big growth. Yeah, in addition to that, uh, more recently, uh, last September, the there was an organization, a uh, national organization, that decided to leave Oregon, um, and we answered the calling to, to, to continue those uh, support so that the, the people that were being supported in different communities wouldn't um, wouldn't be without support. So we we added services in, in additional communities, uh, including Klamath Falls, uh, Medford, Grant Pass, and uh, Ashland. And and a, it's similar to, uh, growth in terms of numbers of, of people supported employees as we have in Central Oregon. It's about 50 employees in those additional employees in those communities as well of, of maybe about 50 people supported. So you're kind of growing all over the state of Oregon. Yeah, I mean, we exist uh, for a mission to support people uh, in their, uh, with disabilities in their communities. And um, if, if we're asked to, for that calling, um, we, yeah, we, uh, why we exist and why we, what we're here for. Well, let's talk about the, some of that support. Also, is live, learn, earn bucket list, or I'm sorry, bucket of services. Talk about that. Yeah, live is um, is what it's, it sounds like. It's the you know helping people live in their communities. That could be uh, supports uh, of a house that the organization provides, or supporting somebody in their own home or their parents' home. Um, and it uh, it is a wide range of of ages of individuals. We support children. Um, all the way through their adult life. Uh, And so, um, anyway, it encompasses a a pretty broad range of services. Um, I don't want to get too in the weeds, but it includes, um, like I I mentioned, 24 residential, supported living, in-home supports, um, and those are both to children and adults. The uh, Learn Bucket List of Services, more specifically, our arts studio and gallery, which is located in downtown Troutdale, and it is uh, supports people with um, uh, that are learning art mediums, and um, both it's created and sold at the gallery, as well as we have community artists that um, sell their work there and also volunteer their time to help support people with disabilities learn different uh, different art techniques and such. And then the last bucket list of services is earn. And that is our employment services. And so we work and partner with many community employers throughout our state and, uh, and support people in their businesses um, to be active uh, members of our community and, and earn uh, yeah, uh, livable wages. How many people does also support and work with? Uh, we support over 250 people uh, throughout all of the different communities that we're, we're in. We're talking today with Brett Turner, CEO at Also, which is Advocates for Life Skills and Opportunity. Now, Brett, you recently had a virtual Also Home Benefit raising funds for housing. Can you tell us a little bit more about accessible and affordable housing for people with disabilities? 
Yeah, so I, it's really exciting to see the transformation uh, in our state of Oregon and, and throughout our nation of, of uh, allowing people to live in homes of their choosing uh, and, and in our communities. Um, but one unfortunate uh, piece of that is, you know, as, as probably most people are aware of, there is a lack of affordable and accessible housing. Um, and so we we have taken on the task of trying to create um, some of that housing uh, so that there's some availability for for the people that also supports as well as for anybody that has a that has a disability that will will have um, housing. And we launched our our uh, at that event we launched the uh, um, the announcement excuse me of the the housing uh, apartment complex that we are uh, in the pre-application stages of um, a 39-unit complex in Gresham that will will have some units set aside for people with disabilities. I'm scrolling through your website now, and there's a lot of people in red T-shirts that say, "Hard work is my work." Talk about that. Yeah, so that's a campaign that we launched last year um, to help. Uh, gain some awareness for the kind of work that also does and um and that that you know that the core of of the work that of supporting people with intellectual and development disabilities is hard work and um and that you know as the saying goes it is our work and i exist uh as a ceo in this organization as as a as somebody who you know lived that through through my uh, 30-year career um, and doing this work, as is, is I've been so passionate about this work that I've um, I've called it my work, and it's anyway, it's, it really touches my heart, and I feel so fortunate to be able to do this uh, work every day. Yeah, I think my next question for you is, why do you do what you do? Well, that um, it is. You know, certainly something I didn't necessarily as a young adult saw myself doing, uh, which is part of why we've done this campaign is to help raise awareness and recognition that um, this is a profession that that um, that sh- should be considered for, for everyone. And that um, if, you know, if somebody has a kind heart, this could be work that's um, incredibly rewarding. And I started out as a, a young adult with ambitions to be a firefighter, and I thought I might own a a small business, possibly a construction company, obviously very different work than than the kind of work um, as of being a CEO of a nonprofit organization that supports people with intellectual and developmental disabilities. Um, but the reason I'm still here th- more than 30 years later is because uh, the people that I have worked with and around um, have really truly touched my heart. Um, and so... I, uh, I'm here today to continue this work and to continue to advocate for uh, the services that um, that people with intellectual and developmental disabilities uh, deserve in Oregon and uh, and, uh, and around our nation. It sounds like uh, you've answered the calling. Yes. <laughs> do you have a? And I feel so so incredibly fortunate that yeah. I uh, that I get to do this. That's wonderful to do what you love to do and feel passionate about it. Uh, it's just it's like the most incredible thing, isn't it? It is, yeah. The, the, the saying is that if you love what you do, you don't work a day in your life. And I, I can say that that's true for 30 years. That's fantastic. So you must have some good stories about uh, some lives that have been changed because of also. Uh, do you have any sh- stories you can share with us? 
Uh, yeah. Um, trying to think of a, a story that I can share that isn't going to get too much in the weeds. Um, but, you know, as I began my career and as I, I've watched the evolution of services happen in Oregon, people were just placed in homes and placed in, in, in foster homes and such based on whatever happened to be available. And um, I'm happy to say as as also has grown, we have and expanded and, and evolved. That has happened based on, on what people have asked us to do. And so we ask one simple question is, what does your ideal situation look like? Whether you're looking for employment services or, you know, learning artwork or need a place to live or supports, being more involved in your community, all of the different ways that we support people, um, we've evolved our services based on what people have asked us to do. And um, it's been incredible to watch what has happened when you ask that simple question. And what happens is uh, oftentimes a services support that you didn't even know existed. And I think of a, a specific example that we share in our tour of a family that was in a very dire situation, two professional working uh, adults that had a child who experienced, adult child who experienced an intellectual and developmental disability and um, were just uncertain what was going to happen, how they were going to continue to to, to to essentially go every day, get through the weekend, and how um, they were going to continue to live their life. And um, it, it, it consumed every a moment of, of, of their being. And we answered the calling by allowing some respites, to, um, uh, supports to come in that weekend. They... Um, they sold their family home of 32 years and custom built a home uh, in in Portland that had a an apartment for their daughter and for the um, for the first time in I think somewhere close to 20 years or maybe it was even 25 years uh, they went on a vacation and I'm happy to say um, nearly a decade later they have gone on more vacations than they could possibly count and um, are. Um, Anyway, that's just a, an example of, of asking a simple question. I couldn't even have, have thought that that could have been a possibility, and um, we navigated that with them together, and um, and here we are so many years later. And I, anyway, that's just one of many, many, many stories. Yeah, that's that's a good one. Thanks for sharing that story. We're talking today with Brett Turner, CEO at Also, which is Advocates for Life Skills and Opportunity. Brett, can you tell us about assistive technology? Yeah, I think uh, oftentimes when, particularly in our system, when we think of assistive technology, we think of some fancy device that helps somebody navigate their life. And sometimes it is that, and sometimes it's actually really simple things. Um, And thankfully, technology has evolved so much that um, it's not expensive, it's readily available, and um, ultimately, the goal behind some type of assistive technology is to help people live a more independent and inclusive life. So as an example, um, you know, I have a ring doorbell and I use it so that I know when a package gets delivered or I can see who's at the front door. For somebody with disability, <clears throat> that could mean those same things. It also could mean that, um, you know, that you know, it allows somebody to open the door up or they're expecting a, um, um, a delivery. Anyway, it, 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 that's just one small example of what uh, assistive technology 
um, can do for for somebody. Um, and anyway, just also to think about like it's not necessarily all that different some of the some of the technologies that you and I use uh, every day. Yeah, it's pretty amazing w- what kind of technology is out there and how it's um, usable for everybody. Like for example, on my iPhone, there's a whole. Um, section in the settings where you can set it to do all kinds of stuff that is mostly intended for people that have maybe some hearing loss or visual impairment, but it's fantastic for me to use too, because it really can help out. Who doesn't need larger text on your iPhone? Exactly. Yeah. So <laughs> a, a great example. Um, has also been, has also been impacted by the workforce hiring shortage. Um, yes, it, we absolutely have been. Uh, you know, we we get asked uh, to support people every single day, and, and more more times than not, we have to say no because we simply don't have enough people to do this work. And so, um, you know, it, it it was challenging challenging prior to the pandemic and and the current workforce crisis that's happening uh, throughout our nation. But um, it certainly has uh, made things even more challenging, and and part of the reason why we have done the hard work, our work campaign. So what, what kind of uh, people are you looking to hire? What, what's the perfect candidate? You know, it sounds uh, overly simplistic, but it really is somebody with a, a kind heart. Uh, beyond that, most of the, the training that actually somebody needs to do the work is something that the organization provides. Um, and there's also a lot of opportunity for growth. Um, there's so many di- different kinds of positions that are that are needed and um, that we have in the organization from, from nursing to behavior specialist to management to lead, uh, lead positions. Um, and as an example, like myself, I, my, I was a trajectory of somebody who started as a direct support professional. Um, and one day I, I'm, here I am as a CEO. How many people are you looking to hire? Uh, currently, I believe we have uh, somewhere around 15 to 20 positions in the Portland metro area, um, probably somewhere between 5 and 10 in uh, central Oregon communities and, and probably about that amount in our southern Oregon communities. And you say lots of the training for the job happens with also, right? You, you train people, but do, is there any specialty education that people might need beforehand? Not beforehand. All of the training that's needed to do the job um, is provided by the organization. That's really great. Like on-the-job training. Yes. Awesome. Um, Can you share your future vision of what inclusive communities look like? Things have come a long way, haven't they? They've come a long ways, um, and yet I do feel like we have uh, a long ways to go. I... um, I mean, this uh, it not only touches my heart from the people that I've worked with and supported for for over three decades, but also um, our youngest uh, child lives uh, through the lens of autism, and so you know I see it uh, from as a parent angle as well as a provider angle, and <clears throat> I'm really happy to say that you know 30 years later that. Um, you know, the, the same kind of stigmas that are in our communities don't exist quite as much as they used to so many years ago, but, um, but it's still not where I, that I think we should be uh, so many years later. So um, inclusive communities means that people with intellectual development disabilities, and all people for that matter, are a part of our and active members of our community and work. 
um, engagement in our and all of our civic and, and community activities and all of the things that that you and I um, are involved in every day. I'm scrolling through your website again here, and it says that you were voted one of the best nonprofits in the state of Oregon for 2020. That's pretty fantastic. All the more reason to come work for also. Yeah, we've thankfully we've had that um, designation for many years, and we're very proud of that. Yeah. So, Brad, can we back up a little bit and talk more about the also home benefit that you had a little while back? Yeah, thank you for asking about that again, Gary. We had uh, a virtual event for the second year in a row, um, something that we've uh, pivoted since the pandemic. And uh, it's been really exciting that people that may not have been able to be involved in our in-person events now get to be involved because uh, they're virtual. And the great thing also about that is that for somebody that wasn't able to attend uh, the event at the time that it was happening, anybody could go back and watch it now. And so that is available for for viewing on our website. If you go to alsoweb.org and look on the events page, you'll see a link that um, that, that the YouTube link that that shows the event, um, and it uh, it talks about our the housing needs and all of the different ways that we're supporting. And also there's a way to donate right uh, right from that, that link as well. And this was a virtual event. And so uh, I bet you're hoping in 2023 that it will be an in-person event. Yes, we are actually <laughs> likely going to be doing hybrid events now because we found that people like both. They like the in-person events, but they also, some people like the opportunity to to watch it virtually. And also, like I said, it, it allows people, you know, we had people in California, we had actually somebody in Portugal, uh, oh. anyway, all over, all over the place that wouldn't have otherwise been able to attend. Right. It certainly opens up your audience to a much, much wider uh, net. Yes, exactly. If somebody was looking for uh, some employment opportunities with also, what's the best way for them to, to figure that out? Well, they could um, learn a, a bit more about our employment services on our website. There is uh, a link to it, and we actually have um, areas for central and Portland area um, uh, employment services. You can see some of our business partners on there, uh, employment business partners, as well as the links to, uh, to who to connect with um, right from the website there. And how can our listeners help out also? Um, well, just learning a little bit more about also from our website is is one way, and um, uh, sharing the word about employment and and services that that we do. Uh, everybody generally knows somebody that's looking for a work or or and anyway, just think. Keep in mind that also is always hiring and looking um, because so we don't have to say no as often as we have been lately. Brett, you're the CEO of a nonprofit. So, how do you inspire others to keep going and doing such incredible work? Well, it you know the work essentially speaks for itself. It's so rewarding every single day. Uh, it, not to say that you know we haven't had some of the same um, issues or concerns that everybody has uh, during the pandemic with you know um, just being tired and frustrated of you know this ever-wearing pandemic, which thankfully is seemingly starting to get behind us. Yes. Um, we, uh, w w what we do is, is so inspiring that, um, that you know, it, it helps uh, share the message, especially now that we are able to get people out and engage in their communities again, which um, unfortunately we've had to 
not do as much as we wouldn't have been able, wanted to do over the last two years. Yeah, it's been a little isolating over the last couple of years, but it feels feels different now, doesn't it? It sure does. I'm really happy with, and I'm real hopeful that we continue in this trend. Excellent. So what are ALSO's current needs? What do you guys need right now? Well, we uh, we certainly need donations uh, for this housing project, um, which uh, we, as I shared with you, you could learn more about in uh, on the website through our events uh, page. Um, we also do uh, uh, tours once a month, which you can learn about when those are and, and sign up for them on the website. Um, but more than anything, uh, this the, the thing that I've been sharing, uh, we need we need more people to do this work. And so, you know, continue to, to share the message and, and let people that we know that we exist so that we, um, we can continue to, to help and support more communities and more people that, that, that need us. And as we wrap up here, Brent, could you just talk about what it means to be diverse and inclusive? What does that mean for also? Well, it means that we our representation of our communities and so both the communities that we represent in and support that our workforce our our leadership all our organization is representative of of those of our communities and so um, we have some statements within our um, uh, justice equity diversity inclusion statement as well as our values that that kind of dive into that a little deeper but it you know, kind of in the most simplistic and basic way, I think what I just shared is is really what, what we're after. You're definitely doing good work, Brett. Thank you. Thank you. In the last little second we have here, how about giving out the information of where people can go to get more information? Yeah, our website again is alsoweb.org, A-L-S-O-W-E-B.org. Excellent. We've been talking today with Brett Turner, CEO at Also, which is Advocates for Life Skills and Opportunity. Thanks, Brett. Thank you, Gary. If you'd like to hear this interview again, just search for Let's Talk Portland on the Odyssey app. Let's Talk Portland is an Odyssey Portland public affairs program. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.